Hi, everyone. I wanted to remind you of a must read. This is a book that you have to have on your bookshelf. It is called The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. He is able to help you make important decisions, give you some guidance on which path to take, and you get to learn how he tapped into the wisdom and power of the unseen worlds for guidance and inspiration. I had the opportunity to interview him, and he was a lovely guest on the Path 11 podcast, episode 343. Check it out. Listen to the podcast. Go buy the book. Again, it's The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. To find out more information, go to his website, carlgreer.com. That's spelled C-A-R-L-G-R-E-E-R.com. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by the Reconnective Healing Global Community. I don't know if you guys remember, but back in 2020, we released an episode with Dr. Eric Pearl and Jillian Fleer about reconnective healing. He was a chiropractor who was working in his practice in Los Angeles, and his patients started to report that they were having these healings just with his hands being near them without him actually touching them. So he went on to research and try to find out what this universal wisdom was behind what was happening. And he developed the reconnective healing process. Their website is thereconnection.com and they are offering an online level one class called the portal to awaken your own healing ability and to learn how to do this. There's over eight hours of interactive content where you will learn to interact with energy, light, and information to experience lasting knowingness, peace, and love without limitations. They gave us a coupon code to give to all of our listeners. It is PATH2PORTAL. We're going to put that in the show notes. And that's 25% off of the Portal Online Level 1 course. I hope you guys enjoy. Let me know if you take it. Send me an email. Would love to know how the course works for you. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's Throwback Thursday for Path 11 TV. This clip that I'm going to share with you today is a clip from a, an episode of Conversations on the Path. We have 14 episodes in this playlist, and this is season one. What we did with Conversations on the Path was I went around to local people in the area in New York who I thought were really just inspiring people who were following their passion, very connected to their purpose, and doing just really great work in the world. So I met this woman, Bethany Ann Gonier, and she's the founder and director of an organization called Numinous, and she's also the sponsor of the Global Peaceful Cities Project. For almost 25 years, Bethany has invited people to invoke the power of focused healing intention to facilitate health and well-being during hundreds of private and public biofeedback sessions. Now, she had a really interesting personal story as to why she decided to um, sponsor and really find Global Peaceful Cities Project. She herself 
went through a very trying time with her own physical pain with her own body. And she really began to understand the mind-body connection intimately when she explored it herself. She suffered from a pain disorder so severe that it forced a career change in college. Basically, what she did was she made her physical pain her own biofeedback instrument and became intolerant of feeling miserable. So she focused her mind and used her diminishing pain levels as a clue that she was doing something right. Now, after she witnessed the power of intention inside her own body, she started studying the prayer and intentional research for sending intentions outside of her body. So her research really inspired her to start the Global Peaceful Cities Project. So I want you to take a second um, to let you know exactly what this is. She's going to explain it in this 10-minute clip, but it's a collection of research projects designed to determine how many trained meditators creating a coherent state in their body and then focusing peaceful intentions outwardly can measurably reduce local violence. Dozens of prior research studies suggest that focused peaceful intention has a real-world impact. And the Global Peaceful Cities Project is trying to replicate that research to offer further validation of such work and raise awareness that ordinary individuals have the opportunity to vote with their hearts to see more of the peace they want to see in the world. So she chose a city in New York, I believe it was Albany and um, Schenectady. In 2013, the Albany Peace Project started and, um, you know, hundreds of people have gathered to come and meditate over the city. And then they're also meditating over cities, including Boston, uh, Chicago, Dallas, Phoenix, Mexico City, and Schenectady, New York. So, and you can find all this information on their website, peacefulcities.org. But she um, is going to be talking about in this clip the work that they were doing with Albany and Schenectady. And with their intention, you'll hear more if you go to Path 11 TV and subscribe and watch the full video that she actually gives more information about how the crime rates began to drop in the Albany area. You're also going to hear her mention uh, a city called Arbor Hill in Albany, New York, which is an area that has some of the highest crime rates in the area here. So I hope that you find this clip empowering. And if you would like to watch the full episode of it, you can go to path11tv.com. Go ahead and subscribe. Um, you can start your free trial, but I think there's going to be a lot more in the conversations on the Path of Playlist that you're going to want to watch. So without further ado, here is a clip from Bethany Gonye. The interesting thing about the peace projects that we have done is that it transforms people's lives. And, you know, I remember one volunteer saying, Bethany, every year I've participated, I've received a different gift. Mm -hmm. There's something when you just, you sit in your um, meditation, there's meditation, but then when you send your intentions to send peaceful intentions to a complete stranger on the other side of the city, that really changes your energy field and, and actually changes the brain into something called a task positive network. But basically it puts you into a different state. And from that state, you feel more empowered. Mm -hmm. You feel stronger. And I remember one woman saying, Bethany, the Albany Peace Project completely changed my relationship to the entire city of Albany. She was a psychologist working in Arbor Hill and just getting so frustrated with kids coming in with food insecurity. They're hungry. They have no shoes. They have no winter coats. And she was so frustrated. And she said, I did the Peace Project and it changed her whole relationship. And now she's like on 
fire for wow. teaching mindfulness and meditation. Um, it's empowering. Your shoulders go back and your head goes up and you are like ready to go out and serve after you've become coherent, after you've sent peaceful intentions. You are just you know, you kind of know who you are more. You start to recognize that we're all connected and you just tap into that resilience, that who you are. That's who we are, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's the beauty. So we have learned a lot. Like we've been hacking the human spirit and hacking this whole idea. And um, so, so we're coming along. You know, yeah. so our dosage effect, we're still working on it. We'd like to have, um, well, I don't know what the neighborhood is, but we look for at least 1%. And, um, and in, in the TM organization, they usually did 20 minutes twice a day with advanced trained meditators. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're, wanting to, we're working on getting enough dedicated meditators um, to be able to do that, to do the two times a day. Um, and so, and by working in different cities, where I found that there are some people who are incredibly passionate about sending intention because they actually, you know, you you we benefit, we gain so much benefit that they actually love these opportunities to send intention. Mm -hmm. But for the average person, they're like, why do I need to send intentions to a, a stranger in another city? Like, why would that help me? These people who do it, they know. Mm -hmm. And so we we're getting kind of a group of people that are dedicated and, and the idea that each city can cross pollinate and we can send peaceful intentions to Boston or, you know, Chicago or, you know. Um, so that's the plan is that we're developing people who are dedicated to it um, and to to just be uh, working through the different cities. So just to let you know, and when you were talking about people organizing in other cities, that's the way our new website is being designed so that everybody in each city um, they can start their own peace projects, and I know how hard it is to start a peace project. <laughs> so, so we're trying to take all the hard work away from you so you don't have to work so hard, mm -hmm. um, so that you can just go out and meet the people and, and spread the idea. So when people sign up with us or start to work with us, uh, we're going to be offering them website support, um, have their, they can, their own lists. Um, they'll get the support of the website and the sending things out and things like that. But like they have the fun part. They just, have, they just get to go out and spring, spread the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I have to backtrack a little bit because you kind of whispered a little something. Well, that's what happens in the brain, and that's when it's called. Okay. When people start to reach out, and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> but um, when you were talking about that psychologist, and you said that really shifted her, Mm. My thought was, I wonder if it. I wonder if it shifted her own consciousness from maybe judgment of the city into a state of compassion, or maybe feeling like so frustrated with seeing these kids and then holding that judgment of what's going on here and so feeling true. angry. But then when you connect yeah. and connect as a whole, and you drop into that heart center, now you feel as if you're, you know, the whole saying "we are one." Yeah, you know, yeah. Feeling that we are one feeling, and then it, it sounded like she was now in a state of compassion. So yeah. what actually changes in the brain for that to happen <laughs> and what was that called? Well, there's um, some research that shows that when people who meditate and still the mind, they reduce um, activity in something called the default mode network, okay. which is basically um, that network that causes a lot of internal chatter. And um, often the research has shown that that internal channel is actually chatter is actually we're pretty miserable to ourselves. We I call it the inner terrorist for um, <laughs> you know because because the chatter is just you know they've researched it and this chatter is going to sound really familiar. Um, what's in the chatter is we we go to the, we rehash the past. We worry about the future. Uh, we worry how we look to other people and we kind of judge or narrate our day. So like that chatter is like 
haranguing us all the time. And the research shows that meditators actually reduce the, the, the kind of voice, the chatter of the default mode network. And that enables a, a calm, uh, a calmness or a, a more clarity of mind. It's almost like you're down to one voice a little bit. And, um, and so what I've researched about that is that there's the default mode network, but then there's something called the task positive network. And in the task positive network, we're focused on something and we're so much happier when we're focused. Right. So you feel like we're doing something. Yeah. Because I, 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 what I have found too is that many people struggle with the being Mm. and the doing. Yes. And what I also hear you say, and I just came off of a four day intensive meditation training myself. And the teacher used different words. Yeah. Same thing of what you're saying. Yeah. But he just says to drop out of the intellect and go into the being level Mm -hmm. and then feel. And when you're at the being level, you're in that emotional state and you're saying exactly the same thing, just a couple of different words. Um, But but yes, you're right. It's like when we can focus, then it's almost like, okay, well, now I'm doing something because a lot of humans don't know how to just be. Right, right. But I also feel like when you're talking about this training, you're doing something, but you're also in the state of being. Yeah, and people need to know that being is beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you could just stop that, yes. almost like an addiction to yeah. go, 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 do, do, yeah. do, project over here, project over there. Oh my God, I can't sit still. Now I feel like I'm wasting time. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. And yet there's this beauty underneath, the peace underneath that chattering mind is this beauty in this state of being. And you you feel so whole, so, so complete you know, you don't, you don't need anything. You're good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, so yeah. So that is a way to, um, yeah, that, that's, I can see what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but isn't that interesting? See, that's the mind. Yeah. See, that's exploring this landscape within ourselves and how do you navigate to find your way around. You feel so, it's so much more empowering. Like if you can, you know, life hits you with something, clobbers you with something horrible and because you know your landscape, because you know your way around, you're able to go, okay. <sighs> Here it is. But right. I'm okay. And I'll just take with what comes. Right, right. And do the best I can. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you also said something striking to me that there is literally the most violent week of the year. Mm. Yeah. What week is that? And well, what city months. is this? The yeah. summer, it's the summer months? Summer months always when the when the temperature goes up, violence goes up. Really? Yeah. Why? You know, well, people are maybe out of their homes. Maybe they don't have air conditioning. They're out in the street. They're out, you know. um, Heat, irritability, irritability or. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial and start streaming over 100 hours of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com. And be sure to use coupon code PODCAST30 to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Path 11 TV today. Bye for now.